Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Now, how much do you pay for your cup of coffee if you're doing it as a takeaway or if you're sitting in in a cafe? Would you pay as much as €6? That seems like a hell of a stretch, but according to one cafe owner, that could be where we're heading. We're joined by Alan Andrews, who owns, amongst other things, the Old Barracks Coffee Roastery in Tipperary and also the Gucci Coffee Bars in Limerick and in Cork. Alan, thank you very much for joining us. You're not really heading towards €6 for a coffee, are you? Gosh, I know it's... uh, You wouldn't want to think that, would you? But but when we look at where the cost of running a business is going this year and into next year. Um, it's hard to believe that we'll, we'll be able to maintain, I suppose, our commitment to buying really good coffees from the different coffee origins, um, sourcing and roasting our own coffee and, and investing in our team and putting a great cup of coffee in a cup. So it's, it's, it's looking like unless something really, really changes in terms of the cost of running a business, that that's where we're going to end up. Okay, but what particular costs are forcing you to consider increasing the prices for the products that people go in, into your cafes to buy? Right, so we looked at this, Matt. We, we employ 40 staff across uh, four different sites, and we also run a wholesale business as well. So across our four, team of 40 staff, we're looking at, um, if we don't change any part of our business going into 2024, for example, if we keep the same number of sites operating, there have been some changes, I'll call out the five changes that are key to this. So there's been a VAT increase last September um, and that's put a 20 cent onto the cost of a cup of coffee for the customer. Uh, That cost for us running into this year or for the customers in our business is going to cost us about 62,000 euro that we would, if we don't apply the VAT increase, we would have to find that money. That's the first part. The second part is the labour cost increase. Now we're already paying up until the end of 2023, 20% above minimum wage in our business. So this won't really have a massive impact on, on us, but, but overall our labour cost increase is going to go up 8% because the people on, that are at the lower end of the threshold, um, so let's say baristas, their minimum rate will go up and then pro rata, some other pay scales will increase across the company. So that Sorry, just cost, to clarify, you're not paying the minimum wage, you're paying above it, but you will be expected to increase that perhaps in line with what people on the minimum wage will get. Absolutely. So last year, up until 2023, we paid €13.12 per hour worked um, for our baristas. And our hourly rate now across the company is going to go up to 14.26 on average. So last year, the minimum wage would have been 12. Uh, sorry, this year it's 12.70. Last year was 11.20. So we were, we were already 17% ahead of that. But to, to round out you know, because the the base level, because the lower the low the lowest level is increasing, there are other wages that we have to increase as a result of that. And it's not at the twelve point five percent increase that the minimum wage is, but on average, when we look across our company, it's going to cost us eight percent. Okay, so, so that's the, the VAT, that's increase. the minimum wage, and then yeah. what about PRSI contributions as an employer? Yeah, so we pay employers tax. So if I pay somebody five hundred euros a week, I, I give the government a further fifty euro for the 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 luxury of providing that job. And that's one of the taxes then that we have to pay. And we also have to pay this tax when we pay their sick pay. So you have employers tax on top of the labor costs. You have now we're looking at um sick pay contributions for the year, which is you know, we're also paying employers tax on top of the sick pay contribution that we're paying. And we've got pension contributions that are coming in mandatory at the end of the year. Okay. So all of those, if when we look at our business and it's, we've, 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 um, 
we've set these out on our website. So they're, they're on our website at theoldbarracks.ie and they're on our Instagram page at Old Barracks Coffee Roasters for anybody to read so that we give full transparency and what is actually happening in, in, in the industry. This calls to us, we estimate, like pretty good estimate, at about 141,817 euro before we start the year, if nothing changes. What do you want? Well, that's a great question. So that's why we need to really have a, a really good conversation about this, because what I feel has happened is lots of people are giving out, but nobody is really speaking about the numbers or getting into the meat of it. And I think what really has to happen, and there are a number of, um, you know, there's a number of really great people out there that, that can discuss this. I'm not the person that has the, the full answer, but I think something has to happen in terms of how we run our businesses or, or the costs that are involved in our businesses some of the costs are spiraling out of control. And I guess that, you know, people are going to come at me saying, well, we charge enough for our coffee, but we have a commitment to deliver a certain style of coffee or a value or a quality of coffee that we want to deliver. And we want to maintain that. So something has to happen around uh, whether it's, whether it's um, apprenticeships for people coming into employment that helps buffer the pay rates for those that are um, that haven't been trained or that have no experience working anywhere because people coming in at that level with no experience are very expensive for employers. I think something has to be done about the employer's tax for the businesses and then I think something has to be done to control costs of rents. There are so many businesses that are closed now in the cities around. I'm looking at Limerick City, some great streets here in Limerick City like Cruises Street and the rents are out of control. I'm looking at other places like I was speaking to another shop owner this morning in Killarney. Um, my partner has a shop, uh, Siobhan has a boutique in Newcastle West. Same issue, two, two hairdressers have closed there. So just in this region alone, I think the, the rents are, are crazy. Yeah, but that also has a knock-on effect on it, I presume, in that if all of those shops around you are closing, then there's less footfall going into your coffee bars. Oh, absolutely. And it's, you know, it's, it's not that, you know, it's not that there's, there's no business out there. We can see there's business out there. We've got, so we're running four shops. Um, we can see the, the, the footfall in, in Limerick City. We can see the footfall on the dock road. So we're also on the, on the dock road in Limerick City and we see it in Bird Hill and Tipperary. And we can, we can see the different types of customers and we can see the different patterns of behavior. And there are, other businesses that survive in the city um, but maybe maybe they have different st- structures or they have different types of businesses I, you know I don't know the, the exact models or the retail models but there, is, there are customers out there the, the, you know there's more and more customers out there every week it's a matter of being able to run a business that can survive and is sustainable Well Alan uh, I'm going to bring in Jean McCabe as the Chief Executive of Retail Excellence Ireland because this is something you've been highlighting in recent days as well and Alan has referred to an awful lot of retail outlets closing down uh, particularly in regional cities. How serious an issue are you seeing this as present? Oh, it, it is a huge issue. That the costs have just become uh, untenable for so many small businesses. And if you look at the retail industry, you're talking 300,000 people employed in this. Three out of four of those are based outside of Dublin. Um, so it's a, re- a really big regional issue for SMEs. And 85% of people are employed in businesses with less than 10 uh, people. And just as Alan has outlined, you know, there's been an avalanche of costs that have come onto businesses in the last number of months. It's just been one after another, including, you know, sick pay, the minimum wage, PRSI increase, the uh, extra administrative requirements like the enhanced reporting requirements and revenue, which all cost time and money for businesses. But I think it's important here to outline that, you know, Retailers want to pay their teams well, and it's not about the minimum wage. You know, retailers are in support of that. The, the issue is the cost base of doing business 
the sums don't add up anymore and we need to alleviate that pressure elsewhere in the in the business structure so REI has been highlighting you know a reduction in PRSI or in this case in VAT especially for hospitality returning back to the 21% that we saw during the last recession then it went up to 23 they have to put in place to ensure this national living wage can happen by 2026 which the government have outlined that they want to make happen by then. But you can't expect businesses to continue absorbing the cost because the camel's back is about to break. And so Jean, let me put to you a comment from a listener to 087-4100-102 who says, it's simple, if you can't afford to pay employees a decent wage and benefits that allow them to sustain themselves in our society, then you don't have a business. More handouts for businesses who pay poorly is not sustainable. And that is not, that is not the ask. So retailers are in support of paying, uh, you know, their their employees a living wage. We're in support of that. But you can't expect a business to be able to absorb that kind of an increase. So what you're looking at is four years, over four years, we've seen a 30% increase. And by the time the national living wage comes into play by 2026, you're looking at 50%. There isn't an industry in Ireland that could absorb a 50% increase without looking at their cost base elsewhere within the business. And what are the other two big outliers? They are PRSI and they are VAT. So what we're saying is, great, you know, we want to look after our people. Absolutely. We're all for everyone having a a nice central living. But this has to be offset elsewhere within the cost of doing business. And at the moment, you know, five and five before used to add up to nine and they believe it, a, um, a retailer with a small margin at the end. At the moment, it's costing retailers money to open their doors. And just as Alan has outlined there, he's facing into the year at just a standstill, he's going to be minus 142,000. That's not sustainable. And what you're talking about here is you're talking about family businesses and owners in small department stores around the country that employ eight, nine people. They're working 60-hour weeks and they're taking wage reduction themselves on their, on their 35 grand a year that they earn just to pay their staff wages and just to be able to meet their costs and open their doors. So it's not sustainable. And what we're asking is we need to look at the cost base, we need to recalibrate, we need to make the sums add up and... So but is it all a government issue, Jean? I mean, is it not things like landlords need to be more realistic, for example, in the rents that they charge? They're all, they are all six costs that are part of the model, of course. Uh, I think that, that challenge on landlords previously during the last recession, there's so many legalities around it that it, 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 there would fail to be any momentum when it came to it. But the, even, even business owners that own their premises and they're inherited from generation to generation are struggling to open their doors. The numbers just don't add up when you are when you take into account everything. Okay, we will leave it there. Jean McCabe, Chief Executive of Retail Excellence Ireland and Alan Andrews, owner of the Old Barracks Coffee Roastery in Tipperary and the Gucci Coffee Bars in Limerick and Cork. Thank you very much for being with us here on The Last Word of Today FM. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today FM.